0: To Springfield's Classic Rockets 535 of the great Billy Squire with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's going to be a mix of sun and clouds early today and then becoming cloudy this afternoon with a high of 57. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low of 45. And tomorrow, cloudy and maybe a slight chance of a shower with a high of 63. It's 43 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. What a show today. How would you like to win tickets to see Joe Bonamassa at Symphony Hall? He's going to be there on November 24th. And actually, he'll be one of our guests during the Mayflower Marathon this year. How about that, huh? Anyway, you'll get a chance to win those tickets later on this morning. Also, Scott Cohen. And did I mention the keyword, the cash? Could be worth a 1000 bucks if you're paying attention and have the ability to write something down. It's 536 with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102.
1: Here comes the money.
0: 51 and Pink Floyd with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102.
1: Ooh, Oh, I'm just putting my headphones on. Oh, hey, I can hear you now. Hey, how about that? Uh, Yeah, there's going to be weather today, and we'll talk about it later on because I don't have it in front of me.
0: (laughs) Hollywood Trash is brought to you by AquaPump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well for the pump and into the
1: house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. All right. The Deaths Come in Threes, Suzanne Somers, of course, biggest one, I think. be a sad day at the Regal Beagle, I yeah. can tell you that. Hit shows like Three's Company and Step by Step passed away yesterday after a 23-year battle with breast cancer. She was 76. You may also remember her from The uh, the Hot Blonde and The T-Bird and American Graffiti. I do. Yeah. She would have turned uh, 77 today. Today was her birthday. Uh, Checking her face, that is. Uh, Horror icon Lori Piper passed away on Saturday. She was 91 years old. It's a shame when they go so young like that. Makes you think. Her rep says she hadn't uh, been well for some time. Piper is probably best known for playing the crazy religious uh, nut Margaret White in the 1976 horror classic Carrie. She uh, got an Oscar nomination for that one and two more for The Hustler and Children of a Lesser God. She was also uh, in the original *Twin Peaks* TV series and claimed to have lost her virginity to Ronald Reagan. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Was that Reagan economics? Yeah, right? that's the trickle-down theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, what that yeah, is. Yeah, I bet yeah. you it is. Yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> Yeah. The uh, yeah, it's funny when, when they have to explain all of the things you were in. When you die, you know, Suzanne Somers like Three's, three's Company and step by step, you yeah. know, like they really didn't have to go into the whole American well, graffiti. Well,
0: Piper Laurie is a different story, right? you know, I mean, it's it's like uh, she was in a lot of stuff, but would you remember her?
1: Not everybody would. I don't even remember her from Carrie. She played the crazy mother. Yeah, but she looks way different in this picture. Yes, than what I remember. I haven't seen Carrie in a long, long time. And the uh, news didn't break until Friday, but act- actor muck Actor Mark Goddard passed away last Tuesday due to pulmonary fibrosis. You may remember him as uh, Don from Lost in Space. Don West, Major Don West from Lost in Space. Uh, later, he worked on the soaps One Life to Live in General Hospital, and had a cameo in a 1988 movie version of Lost in Space. But a great actor. See, there's it. Now that's even you're even lower on the scale. Oh, we—you died Tuesday, but you know what? We're gonna group you in with these two other ones that died Saturday and Sunday.
0: Which is a shame, because I think uh, when you—if know, you do a side by side comparison—Mark Goddard was probably the best actor of the three. I don't know. Oh, about that asked. guy!
1: that guy was so good. Suzanne Somers. Uh...
0: That wet guy could rock a full body suit, shoot a ray gun at extraterrestrials, still get back in the ship with the Doctor Smith and the robot, yeah. and no one asked any questions.
1: I, uh, I had a really big crush on Suzanne Summers watching uh, Three's Company. Sure. I don't think I should have been watching that when I was a kid, but I, I did. I watched all the reruns on TV.
0: You know, I, I'm going to just uh yeah, kind of pivot here a little bit. Yeah. And say that in the right light, in the right view, Mrs. Roper was a handsome woman, too.
1: I think in her day she probably was a handsome woman. In her day, yeah, right. When she was on the show, I don't know. Listen,
0: give a woman a uh, an afro and a muumuu, Moo Moo and it you know you, you just have to wonder what she might have looked like in a different uh, in a different setting.
1: What about Mister Furley when he moved in? Well, that was
0: uh, that was uh, that was something different too.
1: He couldn't he couldn't handle that. No, he couldn't. He seemed very uh, nervous. He seemed nervous, but uh, he also seemed kind of like he didn't like gay people, like he really, he was very afraid when Jack would come near him. Yes. You know, very homophobic.
0: Well, the whole show was based upon homophobia and misunderstanding what's being said behind a closed door.
1: Well, I'm glad we had shows like that to kind of...
0: Yeah, well, we. you couldn't couldn't have gotten to where you are today without that kind of ground level storyline
1: uh, Tom Cruise supposedly has a clause in his contracts he's you know given one of the given that he's one of the biggest action movie stars in history you'd think there'd be toys and action figures based on his characters and stuff right there aren't and there's a reason for that he doesn't he has a clause in his movie contracts that says his likeness can't be used to create merchandise including toys and video games
0: that's a mistake.
1: In fact, in the minor- minority report video game, the main character was given blonde hair much shorter than Tom's in the movie in order to avoid any similarity. Why wouldn't you do that? I don't understand why you wouldn't capitalize on like Top Gun, like the, you know. Yeah, it's that's-, that's like money in the
0: bank. I mean you- it's like that's like millions and millions of dollars lost because of that.
1: Yeah, but he's probably you know he probably ha- he's a pretty smart guy as yeah. far
0: as you but know, when you his- were a kid, yeah. Wouldn't you have loved to have like a Tom Cruise action figure?
1: <laughs> I would have loved to have had a Goose and a Maverick.
0: Yeah, with a risky business grip.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, you're too- you're going in those that direction of movies. Yeah, like yeah, like, the- like an action
0: figure of him in his underpants and Co- a in
1: a-, a-, a shirt, or like a like a Paul Newman doll for the Color of Money, right? Yes, yeah, I I could see that happening. Totally see that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, It's been been a long road, but Madonna finally opened her Celebration World Tour in London on Saturday. She admitted it's been a crazy year and said, quote, I didn't think I was going to make it, neither did my doctors. That's why I broke up with all of my children sitting around me. Well, how about that? Mm. Uh, The big Taylor Swift film opened up on Friday. I went. And how was it? It was actually pretty good. Really? Yeah, I uh, I really didn't think that it would be uh, what it was. We'll talk a little bit more about it at length. But uh, was there at least a drum solo? Um, Pyrotechnics? There was not. Really? There, there was all of that stuff on stage. It was very much like a show. You know, it was a it was like almost like a theater show. Right. Uh, but you got to sit second row, and you didn't have to deal with uh, sitting in three hours of traffic on Route 1 coming out of Gillette Stadium. In the rain. In the rain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The only traffic I hit was the uh, traffic cone on Morgan Road when I was leaving the movie theater. <laughs> so, big successful weekend, and people keep buying tickets. This uh, this chick is, uh, she keeps making money left and right. She's very versatile. Oh, I know. And, and she's uh, rich. Yeah. Uh, and Kim Kardashian sold one of her blouses at auction uh, that included some unknown stains.
0: Really? Yeah. She was had something to say. Oh
1: my God! The last time I left any unknown stains was when Ray J got snail tracks on the, on the. I lost that part. Sorry. <laughs> I left snail tracks on him. Can you just that's, accept that's good that for and, that? That's, yeah. that's fine. And that uh, text tape you can purchase on UPorn for thirty nine. Uh, Caitlin. I never got that done in Dirty With my Mother*, Chris Kim, but uh, once uh, soaked up the dew on the grundle fuzz. <laughs> I left her steak drapes looking like the exit wound from a forty four Magnum. <laughs> what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is I gave her a Colorado campfire. All right, I'll look that up. That's when you drive mush- marshmallows up the Hershey Highway and then eject them onto a graham cracker. You know, that was totally worth you screwing up the was, Kim. Wasn't it yeah, Right, Yeah, screwing up the Kim Kardashian. Nope. Totally worth it. No airbags needed, but Obviously. Yeah. And that's your Hollywood trash from Rocky 102. Ah! I end. We had it. And now, Vax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel. Craftsman. Aarons. Plus battery-powered Ego.
0: Hey, good morning
1: sports fans. How the heck are you,
0: Folks, remember the old saying that what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. You think the same could apply for the New England Patriots? I mean, is there any way for them to stay there? Because I think I speak for everyone here. I've had quite enough. Yesterday, for those who were able to endure the entire game, the Patriots lost their third straight. And while it wasn't a 30-point blowout that we've all been accustomed to enjoying, it had become clear the Patriots are a freaking disaster. Yes, losing to the Raiders by a score at 21-17 seems closer than usual, but I think most people can attest to the fact that the final score hardly reflects what happened here. You had the opportunity to take advantage of former Patriot quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo going down with a back injury in the final drive of the first half. Instead, the Patriots chose to choke on their own vomit and allow 38-year-old former Patriots backup Brian Hoyer to play better than any of them. The result puts the Patriots at 1-5 and five on the season, which Bill Belichick has never done during his entire professional career as far as I know. And how about Mac Jones? Well, let's just put it this way, it would be a doggone shame if Mac were to somehow miss the plane ride home and stay there. Because after another costly interception, three sacks, one which resulted in a safety, it's become clear to me that perhaps this season is officially over. Why? Just look what's coming up in the next couple of weeks. Next week, it's the 4-2 Buffalo Bills, followed by the 5-1 Miami Dolphins. Then you have the Washington Commanders and the Indianapolis Colts, both at 3-3 until you finally catch a break with the 1-5 New York Jets, and even that one is on the... I mean, New York Giants, and even that one's on the road. I think what I'm trying to get to is this. The Patriots are a horrible football team, and it's not going to get any better no matter how many times Bill Belichick smashes an iPad to the ground or how many times Mac Jones gets pulled or even how many times Ramondre Stevenson pretends to swim in the end zone after scoring a rare touchdown. In fact, only a second touchdown after six dreadful weeks of football. No, sir. This is a football team that is intimidating absolutely nobody. It's awful, so awful, in fact, and in the weeks ahead, I might find myself looking for other things to do, and I'm open fully to suggestions. But hey, another my yappin' sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Keith is a man of steel. Keith is the Islam and Iraq, a Rocky's is steel trained expert. Steel chainsaws or steel power equipment, Keith knows what he's talking about. Good people, steel people, like Keith, and rock-solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back, such so that's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 612 in the Black Crows with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102.
1: It is uh, It is going to be, because uh, you know Don Don Maher, uh, he's, he's having some speaking issues this morning, so he can't... Uh, can't do the weather Whoa. forecast. Him, too? Yeah, him, too. Uh, well, just me and him. Anyway, sunny with a high of 57 today. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 62. It's uh, 45 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: A little bit uh, later on this morning, uh, we're going to be uh, giving away some tickets to Joe Bonamassa. He's coming to uh, Symphony Hall yeah. on the 24th, which is uh, Black Friday, right after the uh, the Mayflower Marathon. Yeah. We'll be talking to him during the Mayflower Marathon this year. Oh really? Yes, Joe what? Bonamassa. So uh, keep listening today for your chance to win tickets to see him at Symphony Hall.
1: Giddy up! Guess what I did Friday night? You bought a guitar? No, it I went to the Taylor like Swift movie, baby. To dress it's up like hipsters, and make fun it's of our exes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was like, uh, like riding on a galloping unicorn through day. a land of Ugg boots, pumpkin spice, and Lululemons. <laughs> Um, So how was it? I got to tell you, it wasn't bad. It was actually pretty good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's amazing to see how one person can influence so many people. Well, So many people. I got to tell you,
0: you know, the NFL can hardly work without her being part of it. And you the know way she's changed football is uh, amazing to me.
1: You know, after yesterday's Patriots game, I was wondering, could we get Travis Kelsey to trade Taylor <laughs> Swift to Mac Jones to date him? Because it seems like it's working for his career. Yeah, I don't know it, if she's having working. a better season. Um, but uh, you know, the idea that th- this woman has changed the way people are going to watch concerts in the future. And and it was kind of put into perspective to me. I was talking with our uh, remember our friend Rob Anthony. You remember that guy? Sure. So he's had a lot of experience, with, you know, with with concerts in the industry and Taylor Swift and all that stuff. And we were both talking about the experience about this movie and how, you know, if you're lucky enough that you can afford to go see Taylor Swift, then mm-hmm. good for you. But she's like, hey, look. Uh, at the end of this whole thing, uh, I know you couldn't afford it, but I'll offer it to you for 20 bucks and you can see it on a on a screen and you can sit in a recliner and watch it the, right. the entire time. And it kind of makes sense, but he was saying yesterday, like let's say you're sitting let's say you 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 are lucky enough to afford those tickets to go see an actual concert. Sure, but you're sitting second to the last row. What are you watching it on? The screen and That's you good know point. what? You're sitting in a movie theater and you're you have a front row seat. Yeah. To, Here, to that.
0: Here's the thing that I don't know if if people understand. Um, you know, for anyone that's listening, they say, what are they talking about Taylor Swift for? Taylor Swift has is about to change or is changing the way, yeah, it, music is is made and how it is absorbed. First of all, most artists, the reason why a lot of concert tickets are so expensive is, is it's because between live performance and merchandise, it's the only way artists make any money at all. Yeah. No one's making money off of selling records anymore. No. Because records just simply aren't selling. They're all, everybody's downloading them or streaming them or whatever. And they make pennies on the, less than pennies on the dollar for every uh, album that's sold. So the only way that an artist can make money is to perform. Now, for the average consumer whether it's a, a, a Taylor Swift concert ticket or a Roger Waters concert ticket or a ticket Bruce Springsteen or ticket or Springsteen dollars exactly yeah. for that price point it has basically excluded all of their fans but what she's doing is okay she's she's making money in live performances but now she's also taking contr- full control yeah. of what she does and who sees it the fact that she's made this concert series into a film And distribute it by herself as opposed to go to major, you know, film distribution companies to do this. Mm -hmm. Gives her an opportunity to make money that no other artist has even considered yet. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's remarkable, but she's, I mean, she's literally changing how you're going to wind up seeing music in the future.
1: Uh, I'm reading this thing from uh, NBC News here. Box office analysts became Swifties in the lead up to Taylor Swift's AeroStore concert film release, estimating blockbuster style opening weekend numbers. And, and Swift delivered. While the pop singer fell short of the one hundred million dollar benchmark, domestic ticket sales still topped ninety five million dollars. You're five million dollars short from a hundred million mark, uh, according to uh, distributor AMC Entertainment. Now, she waited to deal directly with the movie theaters. She didn't even go through like Universal. Or, That's what I'm or, saying. Yeah, yeah, and it's and and she's smart. The theater chain provided a range of 95 to $97 million for the film's opening weekend on Sunday with expectations that an official figure will be provided today once all tickets have been tallied. The film's debut is an undeniable tentpole-level success despite the challenges of predicting what it might achieve, said Sean Robbins, chief analyst at BoxOffice.com. Swift, her fans, and the theatrical exhibition should all be celebrating the results. Already, the film has shattered records, becoming the highest-grossing concert film series domestically surpassing Justin Bieber's Never Say Never film release, which hauled in $73 million over the course of its run in theaters back in 2011 in one weekend.
0: You know what's actually brilliant about this? What? So she's made it a limited-run, pre-sale ticket event. Mm-hmm. It's not something you just go to a movie theater and buy tickets. You, I mean,
1: to get decent, to be... Guaranteed seats to yeah. these, these shows. You're buying a sh- you're buying a seat to the concert. Is what you're that's, doing. That's basically yeah. it.
0: That's basically it. The other thing that she did, and you got to go back a couple years when she did this, but this is also another brilliant thing. You remember how she held out on streaming her music? Yeah. Spotify, Pandora, Apple. She held back for a long, long time until she could negotiate a deal with these streaming services that, in which she could make money, yeah. and she could make significantly more money than anybody else doing it. Nobody else got the stones to do it, but she's done it. So the way she's conducted her career is nothing short of genius.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, th- the idea of how many people, like, y- y- these, ki- these kids were, were just, like, bes- and it wasn't just kids. There were adults. There were people just beside themselves watching a movie screen. Yeah. She's not even there, but it was like, oh my god, like there she is. There she is on the screen. And I and I got to say it was pretty impressive the way yeah. because that's she's a performer too. It's not just that she she plays music. She does that. Right. But it's a show. You're watching like a theatrical show. She's acting out all of these albums that she yeah. wrote. And, and she's and, making music videos
0: on stage. And you, you were telling me off the air that the reaction from the crowd was at was the same as if they were there live. It was
1: it was it was something that I've never experienced in my life up until that point. I you know I've seen concerts in movie theaters before. I've seen you know there was a movie theater in upstate New York that used to play like the old uh, rock and roll concerts, like Led Zeppelin. You know uh or like, like pink, a, floyd, pink floyd stuff stop making
0: sense from talking
1: heads right Yeah. It would play things like that but you know you'd probably get 20 people in the movie theater to watch that <laughs> right. you know rerun you know, kind of films these people were were there like they just walked into Gillette Stadium or Sofi Stadium where the thing was uh right. was, was was performed i i just i've never seen anything like that so that people were so into it like singing and dancing and like it was just weird it was just a weird experience because i've never seen that before inside of a movie theater
0: this is i mean this is what makes it so unbelievable because you know who's gonna do it next yeah and And is she gonna continue to do it this way you know how many how many fans and again it has nothing to do with that it's taylor swift or or that you know or or her music or whether you like the music or not that's irrelevant what is relevant is you know for all the people that could not afford to go see her live they now have the opportunity to see her as if she were live listen. and and people are are buying into it in droves
1: you know a uh, my kids understand that listen we're not spending that kind of money to to go see somebody as upset as, you know, my kid might have been about that. Yeah, but, you know, they get of, it. You know, thousands of dollars for a concert ticket is still thousands of dollars. But 20 bucks for a concert ticket, that's pretty good. Hard to and fight that. you don't have to fight any traffic. The most traffic I hit was the traffic going out leaving Morgan Road the other night. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> left it right in the middle of the road for uh, some reason. But uh, it, it, was a, it was a pretty cool experience. To, we're, to, we're
0: supposed to go um, this weekend to see it. Yeah. You know, my wife is a big fan. And uh, so we're going to go. And, you know, you know, you know I'm, I'm not a big fan, but I, I certainly respect what she's done. And I'm I, actually I'm going more out of
1: curiosity than anything I, else. Listen, man, I'm not either. You know, my my kid listens to it all the time. Like every time we get in the car, you know, it's it's on. So I know the songs not as well as maybe she does, but I know what yeah. songs they are. And, and look what she
0: made you do. Ooh, I see what you did there. See, that's what I did right there.
1: And you know what? You can. There's lots of people out there that have a negative opinion about this woman, but you can. And she says it. Hate is gonna hate, hate, hate. But the reality is, she's winning, man. She's this. This chick has cornered the market on merchandise, on rights to copyrights to her own material and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And she just she could. She could put flatulence into a microphone and still sell 100 million copies of that.
0: Sure. The, the, the funny thing is you're going to have a lot of people say, well, she's just doing it for the money. Yeah, yeah she is. You know why? Because nobody else in music is making any money. Yeah.
1: And you nobody. know what? If she ever gets uh, pregnant with Travis Kelsey, I know we'll have a new fan down the hall. Because <laughs> I got a buddy that's into pregnant chicks. <laughs> Ta-da!
0: It's 623 at Rock 102. <laughs> Mountain Bay, Springfield's Classic Rock at
1: 629, and Tom Petty with Backson and Nagle in Rock 102. It is uh, going to be uh, sunny with a high of 57. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 62. It's 45 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, before you get into
0: the joke, uh, I want to thank uh, the folks from Cigars for Soldiers for having me there yesterday. Uh, what a great event. Really, really fun.
1: Yeah, I saw some pictures there. Uh, Looks like it was a good time. Was Had- the, how was the steak? The steak seemed. Uh,
0: steak was delicious. Yeah. Yep. They ribeyes for everybody. Wall to wall ribeyes. The food was good. The uh, the music was good. Uh, the cigars were uh, very, very good. Everything was great, and uh, the prizes were, were terrific. So it was a really uh, nice event. If you can get a chance to go next year at the uh, Portuguese American Club in be do it. It's a real, real cool time.
1: Uh, you want to laugh? I do. All right. I don't know if I have a good joke. Or it's all it's right. Nagel's joke of the day. How funny? How I mean, funny like I'm a clown I'm usually on Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's oh, classic rock. You know, it's really uh hard uh, for me uh to talk about uh, what my friend does for a living. How come? Because she sells seashells by the seashore. Getting hard It's hard yeah, to I say. It's hard to say. I know, I know exactly. Hey, you know what? It was my birthday. I, didn't, I called it in this week. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not, doing, not doing this stupid joke. Backs and Nagel in the.
0: 632 with Backs and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Noonan Energy, reliable service for heating, cooling, electrical, and plumbing. Noonan.com. Here's local radio icon, Steve Nagel.
1: Traffic alert. <laughs> Road hug! I-91 northbound is currently closed between exits 46 and 47 east in Connecticut with the traffic backed up to exit 45 after a tractor trailer and a dump truck crashed in Enfield. Just after 3 a.m., the 22 news crew could see the back of the trailer was all smashed up. <laughs> well, and there were packages all over the highway. Packages? Yeah. What kind of packages? I don't know. It's probably a probably a, like a UPS or, a, uh-huh. or something like that. No word yet on what caused the crash or if anyone was injured. And 22 News will not update you when they get more information. So if you're going that way, I 91 North near Enfield, uh, it says it's closed. And this was as of 6 a.m. So
0: probably still closed. It's
1: probably still closed. So just don't go that way. Uh, there is uh, one person, unfortunately, that was killed and two others were injured in an early morning house fire. Fire responded to 118 Grover Street around 5.20 a.m. for a report of a fire. Crews were able to rescue three victims. Uh, they were tran- two were transported to Bay State Hospital and one succumbed to injuries. Uh, there is no other details on this right now, and obviously it's just happening uh, overnight, but uh, not, not a good outcome to that. Uh, the town of Palmer is reminding residents to use the leaf pit off of Old Warren Ro- Road for lawn debris. The town of Palmer, Steve. Post- I
0: believe it's pronounced debris.
1: You know, I, I, I just because you went to a, a what, what kind of school did you go to? What was that?
0: Of uh, like a four year Ivy uh, League school? It's not Ivy League. No, it's what a Jesuit college. A
1: Jesuit college. Mm. They taught you the the other way to say debris.
0: No, actually, Steve, I, I learned uh, debris like in elementary school as a vocabulary
1: word. Okay,
0: and the, it's pronounced. Debris. Whatever.
1: Whatever. Uh, the town of Palmer posted a picture on their Facebook page of what a resident did to their leaves and is warning residents to not put leaves in the streets, as it is a lack of consideration for fellow residents and the town public works employees. They put them at the end of the street. Well,
0: you know, uh, some towns used to allow you to do that all the time. And the, the, it was up to the, uh, the town or city to pick them up themselves. Yeah, I but, like that idea.
1: But this person just—they're showing this front yard and all the—they have like a like a retaining wall. Yeah. Instead of like ground level frontage, so there's a like a probably a three foot retaining wall there, and these people just push, blew all the leaves off the top of the <laughs> retaining wall onto the sidewalk below. Well, you're, you can't do that. You're not supposed to do. It. You're says not even, who? You're not even supposed to when you're mowing your lawn. You, you're not supposed to shoot it out towards the street. Like your lawnmower should be turned around the other way and, and, and putting it into the road. You're not supposed to put grass clippings on the road.
0: Steve, I don't know anybody in prison who's doing real hard time on a, uh, a leaf raking rap because they pushed a leaf out into the road.
1: No, but you're talking about uh, causing traffic issues. What happens if, when uh, those, all those leaves now get wet?
0: Well, that's not my problem, as long as my, as long as my yard is clear.
1: What if some kid wants to go, hey, look, I'm going to go play in a pile of leaves, and then, bam, a dump truck doesn't see the pile of leaves, and then his kid's all mangled up, and then What's. you're like, wow, Billy, why were you playing in the pile of well, leaves because this guy left it there?
0: I would blame the parents for not letting their kids know don't jump into a pile of leaves, it's not yours.
1: What about uh, a car being parked on the pile of leaves and the exhaust setting the leaves on fire? And Jesus, then... you got an excuse for everything well, here, I'm don't you? I'm just telling you trying, all the I'm... different ways you can uh, really get hurt out in Palmer. And surprisingly, this is the safest way.
0: <laughs> this is the one yeah. that will cause the yeah. least amount of injury and heartbreak.
1: The, by the way, the Palmer Compost area off Old Warren Road is open to Palmer residents only, and an ID verification might be required. Residents are able to drop off glass, grass grass clippings and leaves at the pit so now you know the uh, westfield police department is issuing a public service advisory a resident reported she had located a wrapped razor blade in the candy her child had collected at westfield's pumpkin fest on saturday at this time the westfield police is unable to provide or is unable to prove or disprove the allegation out of abundance of caution, if you attended Pumpkin Fest, police advise you to thoroughly inspect the candy collected. 22 News spoke with Gerald Lopez from Northampton to see what precautions he will be taking this Halloween, and he said, uh, make sure all your candy's safe and good. Always double-check and stay away from people you don't know.
0: I always uh, check my kids' candy.
1: Yeah. Make sure
0: they didn't get any of those awful Reese's peanut butter cups. I would have yeah. to uh, you know, pull those aside. Yeah,
1: my dad used to do that. Yeah. He used to wind up eating most of the good candy. I just got to check it to make sure there's no glass or razor blades in it.
0: Here you go, kids. Yeah. A uh, sleeping bag full of Necco wafers. Enjoy you know, it.
1: You know why? Because this is probably a sit-up.
0: Probably. I don't buy it, frankly.
1: Yeah, But we talk about this every year, and it's always been known that there has really been no instance of anybody poisoning candy to the general public. And if it if it was a poison candy incident, it was somebody that they knew.
0: Yeah. And so it's not like uh, some dirt bag sitting there on the corner of his uh, of his, uh, of his uh, porch hand- handing out the you know tainted candy
1: hey, listen I'm not saying don't check for tampering because you know you should be checking for that anyway you, sometimes people leave something you know they have old candy mm. that they'll just you know oh this uh, we didn't get rid of this last year and I can't eat because I'm a diabetic so I'll just give it to the kids well the thing's probably three years expired by now just sitting there, yeah, some kid well. gets uh, poison some get gave botulism from a peanut M M&M. and M. Do you want that, Pax? Is that the kind of? Well, I don't you want, to, want, I don't to want, want live that in?
0: responsibility. But uh, yeah, I don't have a problem handing out, like, say, three year old Peeps or circus peanuts to children.
1: Uh, yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. Hey, that lady completed her uh, four hundred and something mile trip up the Connecticut River.
0: Oh, she uh, the one who was swimming in
1: it? Yes. The swimming in raw sewage. I love it. I love it. Yeah, she uh, she she made history by swimming the 410 miles. Is
0: yeah, that but- really history? Really? I mean, it's it's not exactly like uh, yeah, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. It's not exactly like the war of the states. Not like uh, someone's going to read this in a textbook someday of some woman that swam in raw sewage down the Connecticut River.
1: It's kind of history. I mean, when you're swimming in that raw sewage and you see things floating by and you're like, oh, somebody three weeks ago had corn.
0: See, that's to me, it's like a notable achievement at best. History, that's a little bit strong.
1: (laughs) You didn't do it.
0: Well, no, I wouldn't. I'm not going to swim in raw sewage so I can become uh, notable.
1: Uh, Carrie Castango has become the first person to swim the entire length of the Connecticut River. Wow. That we know of.
0: I, I, I know for a fact that there has been, uh, a, more than a few bodies that have floated downstream yeah. a long length of the Connecticut River.
1: Yeah. Remember, it? Remember that seal in South Hadley? Yeah. And all those bodies were, uh, put, coming up in the uh, Connecticut River that spring. Nobody questioned the seal.
0: No, and, and it could have been the seal's uh, responsibility. Yeah.
1: Well, congratulations. She, uh, she, she now is uh, holds a world record. A world record.
0: Yeah, but you do wind up smelling like the river for a few days.
1: Um, but that's okay. Everybody has a nice little effervescent smell to them. <laughs> Not like that. Well, it's it's like uh, listening to people's dialect to pick uh, figuring out where they come from. You can just smell somebody and tell them. I smelt Will Reichelt, and I go, oh, you're from West Side. (laughs) Because he did that whole Iron Man thing. Excuse
0: me, uh, do you smell like Holyoke?
1: Yeah, Holyoke, a mix of Holyoke, South Hadley, and Amherst. (laughs) (laughs) Depending on where you are. You know, I mean, if you're in Springfield, then you're obviously going to smell like Bondi's Island. Uh, A 41-year-old funeral home worker in Nebraska is facing charges after trying to steal a sex doll from someone's home. His name is Ryan Smith. Cops say he spotted the doll while picking up the remains of someone who passed away in their home in Omaha this month. He called the property manager and claimed the local sheriff asked him to collect the doll as evidence. Mm. But they apparently thought it seemed a little too suspicious and said no. The property manager ended up going into the apartment later, heard noises coming from the inside, tried the door, but it was locked. They saw Ryan leave the apartment shortly after that and noticed his clothes were disheveled. So it seems like he'd gotten up to something in there. Mm-hmm. Police arrested him for burglary. They say more charges could be added pending a DNA test on the doll. Oh, my God. You're doing a DNA test on the doll?
0: Well, he probably left something in there. Well, uh let
1: me ask you a question
0: now i don't know what kind of uh, implements of pleasure you may or may not have in your home it's really none of my business i don't think anybody really wants to know but if some uh hoodlum some scofflaw broke into your home Mm -hmm. to steal your very expensive sex doll which you purchased in like a plain brown paper wrapper and no one knew that you had it but you Would you bother calling the cops or just say, okay, that's just the cost of doing business?
1: Uh, I would just say that's the cost of doing
0: business. Yeah, I don't want anybody to know that I'm I'm harvesting a, I'm harboring a a sex doll in my home.
1: Uh, What did he steal, sir? Uh, The (laughs) bone. Some personal items. Can you describe what that looks like? Yeah, it's just a three foot long arm with three fingers sticking up directly into the sky. He, uh, you use that thing? Yeah, yeah. It's like one of those reachers where you reach up uh, and grab <laughs> stuff off the top of the counter.
0: Uh, apparently, uh, whoever broke into my home uh, stole a harness that is used with a rubber protuberance that goes around the waist, and also a harness that hangs from my ceiling.
1: That's like, yeah, that's like uh, those drug, those drug dealers who, like, you know, they tell the cops, hey, somebody stole my car full of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, somebody Hey, somebody stole my sex toy. <laughs> it's like sometimes it's
0: just better to say, yeah. uh, I think I'll go buy something else.
1: I remember uh, when I worked at the Choo Choo's and uh, one of the trailers got broken into. It was a UPS trailer. Yeah. And then, they, you know, it's like kind of. It's like a smash-and-grab kind of thing where they break open these trailers and then they rip the packages open because you don't know what's in a UPS package until you open the box right. for the most part. And then uh, this was in the days of the early digital camera, and um, it it was a box of sex toys that was broken into. <laughs> and it was somebody – it was it was like a couple from, like, Bloomfield, yeah. that uh, Bloomfield, Connecticut, that it was going to. But obviously they, they weren't going to get this thing, and it was like this – like all of this stuff, <sighs> like these these folks just wanted to have a pro- quiet, private night, but now there's some tubby bastard taking <laughs> digital photos of it <laughs> and sending it to all of the loss prevention people at uh, at CSX Railroad. <sighs> God, can you imagine how embarrassing yeah. that would be? Well, yeah, it, had, it was like lube, it was uh, some dildos, and uh, it was all kinds of feathers and and things <laughs> like that.
0: I recall a story and i can't remember if i'm uh, if it was true or not but it was a rumor that was going around there was like a news anchor in providence Mm
1: -hmm.
0: who had been pulled over for like reckless driving or drunk driving Mm -hmm. or or something like that and they went into her car and searched i don't know if they had a warrant or, or or whatever but they they went into the trunk of her car to see what was in there and they discovered a whole bunch of sex toys but no In booze. In the car. No booze, yeah. but sex toys. And maybe that's why she was trying to get back home so quickly.
1: See, I would uh, I would make a deal with her. Hey, listen, I'll let you go. Uh, you want to meet up for coffee tomorrow night?
0: <clears throat> yeah, well, you know. Uh, you can do that,
1: can't you, I, I, as a cop? I don't see why not. Yeah. I mean, you
0: know, she was an attractive lady. still is, as far as I know.
1: Well, you can turn her into a badge bunny very quickly.
0: Yeah, well, that's again, the, these are only rumors. I, I can't... Uh, I can't say for sure, but it actually happened. But I always wondered.
1: Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, Sunday with a high of 57. Tomorrow, Sunday with a high of 62. It's 45 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. oh yeah.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock at 653, and Elton John with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: It's going to be sunny today with a high of 45 tomorrow. Sunny with a high of 62. 45 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Rock 102 and Aquapump are giving you a chance to win a pair of tickets to New England versus the Washington at Foxborough on Sunday, November 5th. November 5th. How exciting does that sound? Uh, go to rock102.com and sign up for your chance to win. We'll choose a winner on October 30th. Your chance to win tickets to New England and Washington brought to you by Aquapump and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock.
1: You know, I've, uh, I've mentioned the electronic sign that they have in front of the montgomery town hall uh, remember i was talking yeah. about this uh, i've mentioned it several times and how i find it's kind of and make fun of it and go oh well, you know everything else is from 1856 around here but look at this one thing that we have that is going <laughs> to you know catapult us into the future right uh and uh i didn't get to see it myself but somebody sent me a picture of it and uh Because they know I drive by there every day. And they wrote Happy Birthday Nagel on it on oh, Friday. Oh, that's uh, thank, nice. So thank you to the uh, the Russell wow. uh, Blandford police and uh, taking time out of your busy, busy days to put that on the site. Yes,
0: thank you for <laughs> ignoring traffic issues and instead
1: focusing oh, on your oh, birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah, information, forget it. Yeah, listen, Look, don't worry, listen, about, uh, don't worry a loc- about speeding in a, in a school zone. You got a local celebrity living around here. We're going to put his name up on the electronic <laughs> sign. Maybe he'll talk about us on Monday at 6.54 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but So thank you. I just uh, I had a great birthday weekend. Everybody was uh, was really great and uh, wishing me happy birthday. That's and cool. I had a great time with my kids uh, over the weekend and uh, I couldn't ask for a better birthday. I thought it was pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah.
0: It's uh, 6.55 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel. Craftsman. Aarons. Plus battery-powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans.
0: How the heck are you? Folks, if I may, I would like to shine the spotlight away from the dreadful New England Patriots for just a moment and find something, anything in which things have uh, excitement and thrilling anticipation, and those things might be involved in all of that. I find that focusing my attention on the Patriots is leaving me with a profound feeling of nausea and doom. The same cannot be said about the Bruins and the Celtics, both of whom are loaded with waves of promise and high expectations. And after watching the Patriots lose three straight, I'm willing to watch nearly anything. Tomorrow night, for example, the Boston Celtics begin their regular season with a tune-up on the New York Knicks. After trades have brought guys like Drew Holiday and Chris Tapps Borzingis to Boston, many predicting that it is the Celtics that are the hands-down favorite. To win the Eastern Conference and possibly another NBA championship even with the Milwaukee Bucks grabbing Damian Lillard in a blockbuster trade just a few weeks ago. Are the Celtics going to be that good until they prove otherwise? It's safe to say the answer is a resounding yes then you have the now undefeated boston bruins who were able to polish off nashville yesterday by a score of three to two and while the bruins are only two games into the season they are one of only two undefeated teams in the atlantic conference the other being the toronto maple leafs and frankly i don't see them maintaining that sort of thing for very long next up the bruins face san jose on thursday and those guys haven't won jack squat so far this year see with all that good news it almost makes you completely forget about the New England Patriots and that the fact that they're a walking disaster. I practically forgot about them already, especially since the other shiny things in the room are now there to be fixated on. And as long as the Patriots think, I'm gonna focus on things that bring me joy and excitement. And right now, Other than the budding love fest between Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, football isn't quite doing that for me right now. I much prefer to watch things that don't cause agitation and night sweats. Give me some hockey and some basketball, because right now, that's all we really have left. But hey, and i my yapin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. When does grilling season end? It doesn't. Get a grill you love at Rocky's. A grill year-round. A Weber gas grill, Traeger wood fire pellet grill, a big green egg, or an Ooni pizza oven. All the grills, all the gear, all year long at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic, classic. Rock. To Springfield's Classic Rock at 709.
1: And Whitesnake with Bax and Dangle and Rock 102. Sunny with a high of fifty-seven. Tomorrow, Sunny with a high of 62. It's 45 right now in downtown Springfield. With a full breakdown of the entire autopsy
0: of the uh, New England Patriots It's Scott Cohen. Good to see you.
2: You too. Yeah, you don't need a commentator. You need a coroner after yesterday's I, game.
0: I feel like Quincy, and not Mike Quincy, like, you know, <laughs> Jack Klugman Quincy should be out there doing the uh, the embalming, because oh my God, yeah, I don't know how much worse things can get. Except
2: they're gonna lose the next two games, so get used to it. Yeah, get used to it. I think the fu- the funniest thing I heard um, that uh, they are they are uh, an Aaron Rodgers Achilles injury away from being winless, completely winless.
1: You know, Jones didn't implode like he did the past two weeks, and uh, the drop by Parker was beautifully thrown past from the QB, but Jones, he didn't have another rough interception when he made a crossbody throw while moving to his right. He should also have had that other pick near the goal line when he locked on to Ty Montgomery. It's a well-documented that Jones is in a tough situation, but there are plays to be had, and he's not converting. Scott, your take.
2: Well, you know, I, I'm really glad. I'm really glad you brought that up because on one of those plays when he threw across his body, why is he throwing across his body? St- he, Buddy, he stat for you. Remember, remember last year it was. All Matt Patricia's fault, right? Yeah. He, Matt Patricia, doesn't know anything about offense. Bill just put him in there because he was doing him a favor. The guy's a defensive coach. What's he doing? He's ruining the quarterback, blah, 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 right? They averaged 24 points a game last year Through at this point. They're averaging 12 points a a game with the new offensive coordinator with Mac Jones who's supposed to be third year in the league, you know, all this other and it was all Matt Patricia's fault. Now whose fault is it? Well,
0: I think you have to look I hate to say this, I think you have to look at Bill Belichick and say, maybe him being a general manager is has to end. It's and got it, to it's man. Just because,
2: you know Can you trade a head coach can you trade the head coach well, so that's for draft picks? Almost what the what? Jets and Why? Patriots did with Belichick years ago.
1: Why does he have to leave? It's the players that aren't delivering. No, he doesn't, no. Have, to, he
0: doesn't have to leave. The, the problem is he he is the general manager and the head coach. In, yeah. every, in, most, in most situations in NFL history, that has not worked out. It has, it, it doesn't. It's, it's too much to rely on one guy. Right. And the problem is... With it is, if you look at his record for choosing players, it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. and They'll- if you if you had a general manager that was that was making appropriate deals and giving him all the tools that they need to put a decent football team in the field, then we're talking maybe something different. If he's just focusing on coaching, that's something different. But he's coaching something that he's built.
2: He has, and, and he's know, not a very good contractor. It, he's not, and and the thing, <clears throat> the thing about it is, and listen, with all due respect to Bill Belichick, you know his he he doesn't he does not need the the three of us uh, uh, commentating on his career. He's, he's a Hall of Fame coach. But the but the fact of the matter is he st- he took over this team twenty three years ago, and he he had a a, a solid co- head coaching resume prior to that. I mean, look, unless you're the, unless you're a Browns fan, yeah, unless you're a Browns fan, um, things change. The players change. the 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 way you have to deal with 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 people changes. It happens in the in in everybody's workplace. Belichick is an is an old school coaching. I mean, listen, all you have to do is listen to him, and you can hear that he sees, you know, this is this is not this NFL is not his NFL anymore. I mean, that's one way to look well, at it. You know, the way I see it, is. I don't think he I don't think he relates to players the way he 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 used to or should. And like you were saying, he's trying to build a certain kind of football team that. Maybe maybe there does need to be a fresh face and, and a different direction in that respect. Well, so you started off by saying, you know, who are we to question Bill
0: Belichick's coaching acumen? And I think that's that's fair. But on the other hand, uh, you, you fall into a situation like this and everybody from top to bottom is getting more and more frustrated. There is no turning a season around at this point. You've now screwed every game up except for for one, and even you know that could have gone either way too. You've every game is a disaster, and there's no getting to the point where you turn that around. I mean, what you're seeing now is about as good as it's going to get. What, you see, what we see is is what we have. I mean, the fact that like uh, like for example, bringing Malik Cunningham up the other day. I think that says a lot about where where they're thinking Mac Jones is at, where they're thinking every other backup is at. It's like,
2: all right, this kid's not ready, but we may not have any choice but to bring him up. Yeah, it's like you, you know, you've you've got you have to you have to change something. I was listening. I I drove in from uh, from Boston this morning, and I was listening to, um, you know, they obviously have an all sports station there, and you know, you can, you know, what the remember the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and mm-hmm. expecting a different result. Right? We've all we've all heard that. We've all used that term from time to time. You know, look, Mac I know Mac excuse me, Mac Jones is your quarterback, but it's it's not it's not working. And are you just going to continue to trot him out there week after week and have the same thing happen again? They, you know, maybe maybe they just should sit him down, give him a breather, let him get his head and his act together and start somebody else just to see what would happen. But once you do
0: that, you're not going back to that guy. Yeah, maybe. And that's, I think there's so much invested in him that they're maybe even afraid to do that. Yeah. But he's, I mean. The investment, it's, the it's,
2: experiment is has it's not, gotten it's not worked. very old. Yeah. It's gotten old. Uh, and, and listen, and back to what you said about the whole general manager thing, um, I spoke with Pat on Friday and, you know, been covering the Patriots uh, long enough to remember Bill Parcell's uh, big uh, famous line where he wanted to be the general manager, too, and he wasn't. And so he they were in a particularly tough stretch and they said to him, hey, you know, why can't you know you make this work? And Parcell said, well, you know what, if they if they expect you to cook the dinner, at least they should let you shop for the groceries okay that's that <laughs> uh, that is just classic Bill Parcells yeah but in this case it's not <clears throat> excuse me it's not working uh, uh, bill Bill Belichick is a, is a is a really good football coach he's not a good general manager you got
0: uh, the bills the Dolphins uh both with winning records you know, the Colts and and uh commanders both at three and three you don't catch a break until the Giants and even that's
2: on the road yeah. so I mean, it's like there's no there and are then, no And then win- you get St- you know Chargers, Steelers, Chiefs and and it's like there's 11 games left in the season and if you want to go you know how we all play the game at the beginning of the year what you know what are they going to win what are they going to lose if you look at the if you look at it right now there might be two games out of the next 11 that they might win that they might they might be capable of winning. Yeah. Never mind, they'll probably win more. But so those two games, Giants so th- and Broncos, and they're both on the road. That's it. And so that puts you what at three wins for the year. And yeah. all of a sudden, you know, maybe you're in a position to draft a new quarterback. Uh, the Celtics start their season this week. Yep. Uh, Was it tomorrow night? Yeah. Big uh, big news from the Celtics. Um, uh, they um, I, I just drew a blank um they just they hired uh, Jeff, Van Gundy. Je- Jeff Van Gundy Jeff Van Gundy as a basketball um consultant so he's going to be banging you know back and forth between Portland and and Boston with with their two teams um you know Joe Missoula is you know I think I think if you ask the average Celtic fan Jerry's still a little bit out on him right I, I don't <clears throat> think that I don't think that bodes well that's another guy that he can sit there and look over his shoulder and they they hired Sam Cassell as well. Yeah, and so that's that that's slightly problematic. But hey, but the Celtics are up and to the right for sure. Well,
0: I, I I gotta tell you, you know, so when Milwaukee made that trade for Damian Lillard a couple of weeks ago, everyone thought, well, that's it, Milwaukee's got this in the bag. But then when the Celtics got Drew Holiday, all of a sudden it's like, nope, right, ba- right it, back, it, it's, right, it's right back in the Celtics right, favor,
2: right back in the Celtics favor. So
0: you you can say what you want, but. On a talent level, yep. I don't know if there's anybody in basketball. There's not in either conference yep. that can that can match them right now.
2: Yeah, well, they s- certainly can out you know outmatch them. They're they're as good they're as good as any team in the NBA that you want to consider to be an elite team. They're they're in the conversation for sure. Uh, Thunderbirds uh, split over the weekend, uh, lost to uh, to Hartford, beat
0: Providence yesterday. Sixty-seven hundred people. Amazing on opening night. That, Absolutely,
2: what an amazing. amazing crowd that yeah. is. They, man, they do. They do a great job. You know, I've said it before. Even and and what they've obviously discovered is you don't have that that uh, game experience is uh, much more suited to the quote like non-hockey fan. Yeah, you can bring your family there, man, and just pour water on each other, and have a big time. And it's going to get better, too, because, I mean,
0: once the the uh, the parking garage is complete, and that's going to take a while, but once that's
2: complete, that whole area is going to transform a good chunk of downtown Springfield. Oh, buddy, and and I, you, go and I, you go to Nadim's, and you get your Mediterranean meal, and you're good to go, man.
0: Well, I can go to Nadim's any day and still be perfectly happy. But uh, But nevertheless, it's like, damn, it's like, you know to see that happening in Springfield is just
2: it's yep. so awesome yep and, and to see like 6,700 people there used to be a time when you needed three games to get 6,700 people I know tell me about it that's the way it was when we you know was covering sports on yeah. Channel 40 you know uh decades ago for sure for sure and the, Bru- hey, the Bruins are Bruins 2-0 too. looking good picking up right where they left off last year so we could just get the Patriots set we'd be in good shape.
1: <laughs> you could don't hold your breath
0: on that one. Exactly. That's gonna be a long time. Good to see you. Yeah
2: good to see you guys too everybody have a great week.
0: Scott Cohen it's 720 with back Nagle and Nagle on Rock 102. <laughs> Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock. It's 7:25 in Queen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: It's going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 57. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 62. It's 45 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: This week on Baxi's musical podcast, my guest is uh, Frederick Saroya from the uh, band Data Rock. They're a Norwegian rock band, and you may not be aware of them, but I'm pretty sure you've probably heard their music. It's a band that went from being completely flat broke to suddenly signing contracts with Apple, Google, Samsung, Coca-Cola, Logitech. Uh, They've been in film, television, video games. Their music has been all over the place, and it's a really amazing story about a band that really went from, like, trying to find couches to sleep on to suddenly signing all these major contracts. And the guy, Frederick, is absolutely hilarious. You can check that out. On uh, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Rock102.com. All brought to you by ZM Homebuyers and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock.
1: Listen, uh, Stephen Hawk's going to have a conniption if I don't read this uh, public service announcement, okay? Okay. It's hunting season uh, for learning animals, so be safe and wear Hunter Orange if you're going to go walk in the woods for the next three months. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that's out there. Hey. You know what? Nobody wants to get shot in the uh, shot in the butt by a by a buckshot. Well, know? it's just, uh, hard to argue with that, Steve. Yeah, or uh, or a bird shot to the face. Mm, right. I call that the Dick Cheney.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, that's I know what what I'm you saying. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We have news
0: next on Rock 102.
1: Buy, build, renovate, or refinance your home with. It's just
0: about 7:30 with Bax and Nagle and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rom Tell uh, technicians, get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHunday.com slash family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel.
1: Thanks, back I-91 northbound in Enfield, uh, I guess it's not closed anymore. To clean, uh, it was closed to clean up a multi-vehicle crash this morning. A box truck and a garbage truck collided near exit 46 around 2 a.m. The contents from both vehicles scattered across the highway. Packages and garbage. Minor injuries were reported, and the State Department of Energy and Environmental Protection was called in to clean up a fuel spill. Traffic was temporarily diverted off exit 46 in Enfield uh, for real-time uh, traffic updates. Uh, check your Waze app. <laughs> you want real-time traffic updates? Check your Waze app. Yeah, don't uh, don't listen to us.
0: Yeah. Waze will tell you everything you need to know. Yeah. Uh,
1: a tragic story this morning. One person has died after a house fire in Springfield, according to uh, Springfield Fire Commissioner B.J. Calvi. An occupant of 118 Grover Street just before 5.30 Monday morning called stating that two people were trapped inside the home. Fire crews were able to get the victims out of the house and one person was self-extricated. They were both taken to the hospital and it was confirmed that a 30-year-old had died. One victim was resuscitated and flown to Boston in critical condition. Grover Street is currently closed due to that fire, and Liberty Street around the interchange with 291 is down to just one lane of traffic from Cleveland Street to Kendall Street lined with emergency vehicles, so avoid that area if you can. Uh, Here's a good one. A 16-year-old was arrested and charged with receiving a stolen motor vehicle after he told an officer he was looking for his vehicle, which had been reported stolen days earlier. The white BMW X5 was left running in an Olive Garden parking lot on October 8th around 3 p.m. on Tobias Bolin Way in Worcester, where it was stolen. On October 12th, around 5 a.m., Worcester police were dispatched to Greenbrier Lane for a report of a suspicious vehicle. They were told that a white SUV passed a woman and reversed while she was walking. The male operator told her to get in. That doesn't seem right. The woman ran to into a nearby yard and the vehicle left. Come on, baby, let's hop in this lowrider and rotate these tires. <sighs> now, nah, I would say no. Officers received another call shortly after on uh, Winifred Avenue when a man was walking on the street and a white SUV, which was reported as a BMW with two males in it, pulled behind the walker and demanded money from the man. One of the men in the vehicle told the walker to get in the vehicle and tried to grab the walker, but he ran away and hid in a backyard until the SUV drove away. Officers were unable to find the white SUV. They uh, later received information that a stolen car was parked in the area of Clegg Street near the high, South High School. The vehicle was towed. The, vehicle, the officers were informed that a South High student had been parking the vehicle uh, and walking to school for the past few days. Hmm. Ah, that's a little interesting. That is Where'd interesting. you get that car? One school ended, an unidentified 16-year-old went up to an officer and said, I'm looking for my white uh, BMW. The male uh, had the vehicle key on him. The connection between the previous incidents is still being investigated. That's a weird story. Yeah, it is weird. Hey, uh, <sighs> have you seen my car? I have the key right here. <laughs> well, how they take it with? How they take it with them? I don't know. Uh, Worcester—that's uh, uh, a good place to lose your car.
0: I know a lot of people who've lost their cars in Worcester.
1: Well, yeah, you, you, know, you, you lose your car in Worcester, it's a yeah. perfectly good place to uh, be stuck, don't you think?
0: No, actually there are much better places to be stuck
1: than Worcester. Are you sure about that? Anytime I've ever been in Worcester, I always couldn't wait to get out of Worcester. Uh, here's some good news. If all goes according to plan, the new facility under construction for Our Community Food Pantry will be finished on January 1st, which would be just over four and a half months since ground was broken out in Southwick. This is the smoothest project I've ever, been, uh, I've ever seen in a long time. Uniquely smooth, said uh, Steve Weselowski of Southwick-based General Contracting Solutions, serving as the general contractor for the fund. Uh, when Weselowski was asked why the project was going so smoothly, uh, he pointed out that uh, Joe Deedy, the malicious guy, president of the Civic Fund, who was also standing outside the building, which is currently encased in a moisture wrap, uh, barrier wrap, Joe has the skill set to facilitate the project. It's that type of management that makes these projects work. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But let's talk about that ice cream. Yeah, let's talk about, yo, hey, oh, are we going to get free ice cream? That's that's Free that ice w- cream on the, on the first day of the food pantry? Yeah, right. And that- you get a thing of groceries and you get some ice cream.
0: Now, you think the project is running smoothly. Yeah. When do you try that ice cream?
1: Uh, he said, We get more done before the sun comes up, before most folks get out of bed, He said. Uh, while he thanked every business and individual who have donated to the project, he offered special praise to Crestview Inc., the Southwick based heavy construction contractor, and its uh, principals, Joe. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that name. Just the, Joe. Dzinglewski. The Dzinglewski. The Polish guy who runs the okay. contracting company. And uh, Brian DeLuke of GCS Inc. Yeah, they they uh, they're putting this uh, food pantry together, and you know what? It's we talk about food insecurity here, and all the things that uh, we're going to need mm-hmm. to help us out with the open pantry coming up uh, next month. This is my shameless plug that I'm sliding. In no, it's a good side. one. Well, it's uh, it's uh, I'm tying these stories together because you got to remember these food pantries. They're some of them are connected, aren't they? Don't they share? Uh, yeah, I don't know about the open pantries specifically who they share with. But there,
0: there is a larger organization which in which right. they are a part of.
1: Yeah. Uh, so you know, there's plenty of places for you to you know grab your groceries and bring them down. We would prefer you to bring them to the Mayflower Marathon,
0: but which, by the way, is one month and four days away from today.
1: But uh, you know what. If you got the food and you got a place like this that's going to be opening, you can drop it off there yeah. too. There's food insecurity all over Western Massachusetts, yeah, not, it's not just, just the Springfield, in Springfield area. area. So, uh, but good things are going on over in uh, in Southwick. You, know, it's you good. a community come together and uh, and build something like that. I'm hoping that uh, there will be free ice cream that day. I wonder what if Mr. Dee is uh, prepared to do that.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, you he's know, his, his Just generosity is already there. Just I mean,
1: for us though, not for everybody oh, else. Oh
0: yeah, no, listen. Oh, uh, those
1: people can stay hungry with that.
0: Listen, I, I mean, we'll be out in the cold uh this year at the uh, Mayflower Marathon. But you know, I always find that uh, you know I always warm up yeah. next to like a whole bunch of ice cream in the late fall.
1: Yeah. Uh I I do too. Mhm. Love ice cream. I love yeah. ice cream any time of the
0: year. Yeah, me too. I don't know I don't know why we have we got a hang Sweet. up that because ice cream can't be eaten in, in wintertime.
1: Because most people don't... There's a lot of people that don't eat ice cream. You don't have enough businesses to sustain.
0: I think that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Who? I mean, ice cream is delicious okay. and refreshing all time of the year.
1: Well, Okay, pick a place like Mulicious or the Summer House or any number of these places that... Uh, well, the Summer House is open all year long, no mm-hmm. matter what. But uh, like these little ice cream shops. Yeah. If you don't have... The people coming in, yeah, it's I, but not I'm saying worth... it's all
0: psychological. It's all a psychological thing.
1: It's like, you know these places close because people don't go out. But my question is, well, why don't you go out? Well, because most people want to go out on a hot day and sit outside in their picnic tables yeah. and all this other stuff.
0: Yeah, get your preconceived notions about you know when ice cream season is. it's it's like it's like grilling. It's like people who put the grills away in the fall.
1: dude, you can grill all year long. It could, but it takes a little extra effort and more heat. Well,
0: yes, but everything good takes a little bit of effort. I guess A little bit.
1: Not a lot. I guess so.
0: Grilling, ice cream, just as delicious in January as it is in July. What about
1: grilled ice cream? I love that. Mine
0: keeps uh, melting through the grates.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, mine, I just, you know, (laughs) it's like my steak. I like it rare. I like my ice cream rare. Gotcha. Yeah. A man in uh, Wisconsin, known for his iconic Halloween decorations, died last week, falling from a ladder while decorating his home. He died doing something he loved to do. Uh, you know what? Uh, success. I mean, it's horrible that you you died, but... Sure, but still. Jeff Oman. His name was Omen. It's a bad omen. Wore a skull-covered hat and uh, had a zest for life. His uh, friend, Mary Meyer, says she was a little intimidated by him at first impression. I didn't know what kind of person he was, and it made me a little nervous just seeing how he was dressed. I mean, uh, looks are definitely deceiving, Meyer said. He has a heart of gold and would do anything for anybody. Uh, he would talk to anyone, give the shirt off his back, just very kind. Omen's girlfriend, Saul Schaefer, said uh, kids would drag their parents to look at the one-of-a-kind holiday decorations he put up, he put out every year. It's like we were talking about that one and where last week with all the uh, the different the, the skeletons climbing up the side of the house yeah. and all the different lawn decorations. It was basically like this, and uh, it be- he got national notoriety one year because he was so elaborate with all of these these decorations. But he was just about to hang that one last uh, I I the head yo-yo head. spider. Hanging from the thing. <laughs> <laughs> some
0: people have gone really bananas with the uh, with the Halloween decorations. A couple of places in the orchard that yeah. uh, are gone crazy.
1: In some respects, Halloween is more uh, popular than Christmas decoration. I De- know decorating. People get into Halloween more than they do Christmas. And I would too
0: if I if I cared to put stuff away in time. And I just I'm just not that kind of guy. Oh, putting stuff away, putting it out is one thing. Taking it down, that's another thing. I like taking stuff stuff down and putting it away.
1: I, you know, like when the Christmas time comes around, I don't do I don't do Halloween decorations. I put out the you know I uh, I channel my inner vagina and go to Target and I put up the hay bales and the 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 that's uh, good mums and the yep. you know and that's that's pretty good and, uh, and I sit there and have a pumpkin spice latte and enjoy the...
0: Joy Nothing the wrong dinner. with
1: that. No, 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 that's great. But as, uh, the Christmas stuff, you know, there's there's a little incentive in town where, you know, they have these, you can put your Christmas display up and then be part of the map that people can drive through the town and see. Yeah. The one year I did it, and I and I put, I, I hung Christmas lights and I'm like, what is the best way to do this? Without drilling holes or, you know, doing all this stuff. So I used command strips... I had bought one of those I had bought sure. one of those giant box of command strips from uh, Costco years ago when they had them for sale, and uh, I just hung the lights that way. How does that it, work? Great because it's aluminum. If everything is aluminum. It's like a you know that aluminum siding and yeah. you know, all that stuff. So if, it sticks right to it as opposed to you drilling a hole and then creating you know more problems for yourself later down later down the line. That's the way to do it. So that, you know for two years I did that. Now I don't know what I'm gonna. I don't even know if I want to do it this year. It's a pain in the ass.
0: It is the pain, but you know, like some people, like like I know some people that have like multiple Christmas trees in their house. Yeah. Last year we didn't feel like doing one Christmas tree in the house. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do one this year, but like, it's just it just one is a lot of work.
1: Yeah, we decorate the inside. Yeah. You know to have that Christmassy feel when you come in, but uh, pff, yeah, there's, I there's listen, stuff I no, it's it's a, it's it's what you said about taking it down. At least the command strip thing you could just whoosh, that's and rim, and those strips will stay up all year for next year. They did and they they they're still up there. Yeah, and if, so they, if can, they break, you put another one up. No right. big no big whoop. But I have all the little tabs to go uh, to go do it. But but I also don't like doing that either. I don't no, like no, of putting not. all that stuff away. Uh, oh, you know what? I just re- saw this. Do you want to hear a study? You want to hear a survey? Uh, Yeah, please. Survey said. There you go. Uh, We were just talking about ice cream. Yeah. A study found that 14% of people worldwide are addicted to ultra-processed foods like chips and ice cream. That's one in seven people. And because they're everywhere, quitting can just be as hard as quitting smoking uh, cigarettes or quitting drugs.
0: Well, I uh, I can definitely see that.
1: It's as addictive as heroin.
0: When you open up a bag of chips, yeah, you can't eat just one. No, okay. When I open up a bag of chips, I'm either eating half of
1: it or all of it. Nothing in between. Or well, you can eat one. I can eat one. Bag. One one bag. bag. Yeah. yeah, but
0: that's the thing. That's like it's, it's like you. If you open up a bag and yeah. had one chip, then you got the willpower of a thousand men. I open up a bag of chips. That thing's gonna get.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna ram my right
0: my my fist right into it and just keep gobbling till it's done.
1: You know, I was uh, I was talking to a friend uh, a couple of months ago about different people's addictions and all that stuff. Yeah, that we all have something. Some every one of us has something. That, of course. That is killing us. Oh yeah. Slowly. Well, Her- what do you got? Huh? I got. Uh, let's see. I got. Uh, well, I like I like marijuana. I really like that. <laughs> I really like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but food. Uh, I'm, I'm addicted to food. That's, I, I, that's I, where I'm I've, at. have been addicted to food my entire life. And, you know, it's hypocritical for you to say to somebody else, man, you got a really bad heroin problem. You got to look at yourself and say, hey, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Yeah. I got problems it, too. It's I, tough to have that conversation listen, when
0: you're going up for fourth at I, the golden corral and I, telling your friend he's got a he's got an addiction problem. And,
1: and I can't I can't drink alcohol because I have a problem with it. I, yeah. I like it really I've I've used that to try to mask things that I didn't want to deal with. I've I've learned methods on how to deal with those problems without using alcohol. Right. But you know, that's an addiction. That's, yeah, but everything. oftentimes
0: some addictions are replaced by brand new addictions. And so it's not like you've gotten out of that cycle. You've I'm just saying. focused on you're something just, new. You're
1: moving on to something else. Yes. So, you know, it's it, everything can be seen as an ad, an addiction to something. Sure. And everybody is doing something to themselves. What, you know, it doesn't even have to be f- a substance. It could be shopping. It could be... Gambling, gambling. uh, I don't know any number of things. What, uh, what else?
0: Sex addiction.
1: Sex addiction.
0: A lot of people suffering from
1: that. I kind of wish I had that. (laughs)
0: We all kind of do it a certain way.
1: Listen, put down the spoon. (laughs) I'm off Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. Now I'm uh, looking for girls. Yeah, we're moving to porn. (laughs) <laughs> but 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 everybody is is doing something to them and killing themselves slowly.
0: Yeah, we're kind of a ridiculous species when you think about it.
1: Well, I mean, we're a ridiculous species, but you know, the more you know, because I used to criticize other people for what they were going through. Sure, but excluding myself from being uh, guilty of, of doing anything wrong.
0: Right, but know. we're very self sabotaging.
1: Yes, you know, animal.
0: Yeah, you know, we're always willing to do something terrible to ourselves. Yeah, to mask things, to deal with things, just be, or we just find ourselves down a rabbit hole that's very yeah. difficult to get out of.
1: And uh, you know, uh, you know, we taught We, I don't, don't want to go into this this whole like because uh, we're. Well, you're in the, it. You're in it. I. Well, we're in it. I'm just saying, like, you you have to be able to understand what addiction is, sure, in order to to get help people get through something. You can't just tell somebody. Yeah, you really need to stop doing that heroin. It's killing you. Well, yeah, it is, but there's a mentality in there. There's there th- that's something that you that's not so you can't just flip a switch sometimes to turn that off and say, "Oh yeah, you're right. Let's do lines instead." Oh, we could do that too. <laughs> we could do uh we could do meth. We yeah. Could, why not? Yeah, let's go to a rave and do MDMA. Hey, know? but like, at least we're off yeah. the heroin. But uh, I, that's my little soapbox there. It's, it's like you know, that's be right, careful Steve. who you start accusing of, of doing something when you got to look at yourself before you do that. And the more you know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get too preachy. No, already, no, did. you did it. You did it. That's no, fine. Uh, sunny today with a high of 57. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 62. It's 45 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 752 and Jimi Hendrix of Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: It is going to be sunny today with a high of 57. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 62. It's 45 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: So, uh, this was interesting. Uh, Apparently over the weekend, uh, Afro man. The guy that did the uh, the song uh, "Because I Got High," yeah. Apparently, uh, he showed up at Jackalope over the weekend, right on uh, on Worthington Street.
1: I why?
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: I couldn't what was tell he doing you. here?
0: I have no idea. But uh, Chef Andrew Brow, yeah. uh, uh, or Bro Brow Bro, Bro, Bro well, one of the, one of the two high brow, high brow, right? So Andrew yeah. Brow. Uh, uh, posted the picture of Afro Man in yeah. in the uh, in the restaurant. That's pretty awesome. And I thought, man, that's uh, that's cool. When big time celebrities uh, you come to town, mm-hmm. you're know, looking for a meal and uh, a good night out. How awesome is that?
1: I was gonna go to Hartford, but then I got high. I wound up in this yeah. jackalope. <laughs> uh, yeah, wow. Yeah, look at said <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna order the
0: umbra pie, but then, the rib, but then I got high. I was gonna get the pretty short
1: rib, but then I got high.
0: I was gonna park three miles away, and I know why.
1: Cut the basketball I got, I got high. I got, I high. That's pretty cool. New beef, wow. but then I got. High. We we get all the celebrities through town.
0: Yeah, I know. The yeah. biggest. That's why this city is
1: really making a comeback. Yeah, but was he in town for Side uh, Becker's memorial? I'm Could be.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, why? Because I got side. It goes, goes like ta- a tie. It goes like a, a tie. So he went to uh-huh. memorial <laughs> service. take a look at the bill.
0: Anyway, <laughs> so I just thought everybody should know that Afro Man was eating in uh, downtown Springfield. I on think War- that's pretty Warly cool. Yeah. Yeah, damn right it is. you think he uh, stopped off of anywhere else? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what else uh, was going on in a late Sunday afternoon, but he, was, but he was there. In fact, they even took a picture of him. Uh and, and okay, in in a, a jump, it, it's like it's a suit. Yeah. Okay, try to imagine this yeah. with uh, all white with with pot leaves, but red, white, and blue American pot leaves oh, on his pants wow. well, and isn't shirt. It, isn't
1: that nice? And a big uh, yeah black fur coat. He ran into uh, Mayor Sarno, I heard too, and then he got high. No, and now the song is, and then I got dom domed but then I got high. Yeah, yeah. I got dumb <laughs> That's better than getting high,
0: probably. Yeah. It's 7:56. Uh, Bax and Dangle on Rock 102. Prices. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 811 and Journey with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: It's going to be sunny today with a high of 57. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 62. It's 45 right now in downtown Springfield. Before we get
0: into uh, the next uh, course of business, uh, it is my responsibility to tell you what today's keyword to cash All is right. going to be the $1,000 keyword to cash. Today's word is a word success. That's success, as in I would like to successfully win $1,000. For those of you who don't know what success is, let me spell that out for you, S-U-C-C-E-S-S, success. Now go to the keyword to cash contest page on rock102.com, enter before midnight, perhaps you might win $1,000. Good luck from Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock.
1: We put the sucks in success. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Uh, We're watching a TikTok video over the weekend. This woman, uh, I don't know if you've seen this one. Where she uh, went on a date and ate four dozen oysters. Oh Jesus! Really? It was like one of these. They had the oyster special at the restaurant, and, right. and uh, so she goes out with the guy. She doesn't really want to go out with the guy, but she sits there and she starts eating oysters, and he's just, and she's videotaping the. He you don't see his face. It's just her. Okay. With the camera over the oysters, and she's and she, her her commentary is very funny. But you can't even, we can't play it because she swears a lot during, during the video. Okay. But uh, she shows the text message she got. At, the guy got up and left in the middle of the dinner.
0: Because he was grossed out by the fact she was eating four dozen oysters?
1: Well, he uh, he explained to her, you know, she he gets up, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and then she's waiting and then she, she winds up paying the bill. So then she's like texting him going, hey man, you left me. Who walks out on a restaurant like that? He's like, I asked you out for drinks. He's like... And you ordered all that food, and he's like, I, "I, he's like, listen, I'll Venmo you for the drinks, but that's it." Yeah,
0: you listen, know. forty-eight oysters is a lot of oysters for anyone to pack down.
1: That's uh, she's gonna be uh, producing a mollusk tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the day after that. I,
0: I think back to the uh, the old uh, sheriff's clam bake.
1: Yeah, the sheriff Ash clam bake yeah.
0: you and I would like stand there eating like cherry stones, like a dozen at a time, just popping. Yeah, you know, to the point where you don't even. They'd, you don't even keep track of how many you're
1: having. Well, there was the shuckers back there. Yeah, there was a uh, mother shucker yep. and father uh, uh-huh. shucker. All and, the, little, uh, mother all, all oh, the yeah. little mother shuckers. Oh all yeah, mother shuckers all over the place. Right. And they were shucking the clams, uh, and you'd just walk up, and they'd hand you a plate full of like six clams on. Yeah. There.
0: And so you just, you, what are you supposed to do? You, you, you gotta go and uh, and and shuck those things down. You eat them. That's what you do. All right, but I. I, 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 I to a certain extent, I can kind of understand the guy's shock. You know, they're just going for well, they're going out to drinks. She orders a couple oysters, and she's packing down forty eight of them, like like it's going down Kobayashi style.
1: I I kind of wonder. Uh, I haven't been out to like dinner with a date in a while. So what's the etiquette though? Like, what do you order? How much do you order?
0: I think if it depends on what the parameters are, I would think if right. you say
1: if you're splitting the bill, then you can order whatever you want. Now, sure. well, well, I, guess, I mean, within reason, on what you're doing. Yeah.
0: within within reason. I wouldn't order the uh, the porterhouse for two for just me.
1: If you're paying separately, then you're allowed to do that. You could order a yeah. hundred dollar steak, right? You know what I mean.
0: But you know, in a lot of situations, uh, somebody is going to feel like it's the first date, so I shouldn't have to pay my own way. Right, like whoever asks out, who is to be the one to pay? I don't think that's necessarily the great way to start. I think splitting the bill
1: makes a lot more sense. I think uh, paying your individual way, yes, on the first date. First date, yeah, maybe second if, date. If, if you say just, this one's on me, if we decide, yeah, if we decide to do this again, I'll take you out to a nice, uh, nice Applebee's somewhere yes
0: yes if you're I looking to really impress her that's exactly where you take her
1: i don't f around Bex.
0: no you don't yeah
1: you want to get a you want to get a, a a date all lubed up
0: yeah dollaritas
1: readers are the way to go
0: this is why you're such an incredible catch
1: yeah yeah I, i'm i'm a wild catch yeah yeah i if, if granted it's been a
0: long time since i've been on a date date but to me it's like uh you try not to overeat on that first date like, you eat light. Or you something
1: don't, salad, like a salad or something with chicken on it. Yeah. Something very simple.
0: Yeah, you don't you don't want to come off like like you're competitive like, eating on that first date.
1: Like like shucking oysters and sucking them down. Yeah. Uh, uh, like they're going out of style. Like the ocean called, and they're running out of oysters.
0: Yeah, well, the jerk store called, and they're running out of you.
1: Yeah, well, I had sex with your wife. I wasn't prepared for that one. His wife's in a coma. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, yeah, you don't want to do anything uh, gross or, or disgusting. Like, you don't want to eat something sloppy in front of somebody else. It depends. You have to. You have. You drop that bomb later.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I think we've all kind of been there, where you've been on a date. Yeah. And you know it's going absolutely nowhere. Am mm-hmm. I nowhere? I mean, like you've got nothing in common, or she's terribly boring, or you just got nothing to say. you have all kind of been there, where like you know, you the the conversation just. Hangs out in the breeze and it never connects with anything. I'll at that point, I'll I'll at least try to end the date like a gentleman. Yeah. As opposed to some people who will do every, you know, they'll, they'll like they'll like jump through the bathroom window I, to get out of the building.
1: I I don't think I could ever leave somebody by like, you know, as awful as something might be going. Yeah. I don't think I'd be able to walk out on that.
0: I don't think so either.
1: I would, I would have to be like, let's just get this over with and pay the bill, and we're, I'm leave. I'm going home. Like I'm not. Uh, I'm not dealing with this, and anymore. I'm going home alone. Yeah, keep that to, in mind. I used to have one of those Virgin Mobile phones back in the day. You know, the, when because uh, I couldn't afford a cell phone plan, I had to buy uh, prepaid cell phone service. Sure. And uh, but Virgin Mobile had a service for a quarter that would allow if you were going on a date you could set a time where your phone would start ringing they'd call you really yeah I didn't know this and they would say <laughs> it's us is it going okay you know that <laughs> it was just a recorded thing that they would send out uh, like this thing and I, and I used that you, you know what it, it makes sense I used it once yeah and it worked and it, was, it was like ah you know what uh, I gotta get home my uh something's wrong at my at my I live with roommates and I'm like one of my roommates is, is you know he did so, I, something like the floor flooded or something, yeah. something stupid like that. That was like twenty something years ago, but uh, it worked. It yeah, worked. did it? Yeah.
0: I mean, it did. Uh, what was what was wrong with the date?
1: It was just uninteresting. Yeah. It was just like you know when you start uh, hearing somebody speak more, you know what I
0: mean? Yeah. I think when I think when someone yeah. and this happens from time to time, and it doesn't even have to be a date, but like if you're meeting someone for the very first time yeah. and they reveal something about themselves like very, very quickly, like mm-hmm. they're extraordinarily racist or yeah. like fueled with hatred. You can you can sense that kind of anger and yeah. ignorance like really, really fast. Anytime I'm involved in a situation like that, I just want to get away. Even when I can't, yeah. Like I'll, I'll start. I will start to shut down, and I will start. To, I, I can't be involved in yeah. any more one, Any more of this conversation.
1: One word answers. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, huh? yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I like summer too. Yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 that kind of thing. <laughs> oh yeah, there's easy, but there's easy ways to get. But I, I wouldn't necessarily eat something sloppy if you're, you're trying to impress somebody. No, no.
0: And I, and I wouldn't eat something that maybe is seen like an aphrodisiac because you no know, oysters are seen that way.
1: Well, maybe she was well, yeah, but isn't that more for the guy? The oysters. Uh isn't that to I don't know build what the, I don't know the sink in you if you know, know what I'm saying? I don't know
0: what the ruling is. I just know that I'm eating forty eight at a time. It's gonna take a special lady to be really impressed with that.
1: Yeah, I would uh I w- I would I don't think I would have walked out. I would have said, Really? You're having another <laughs> dozen?
0: You do you do know that's like a, like twenty eight dollars a plate for six
1: and you're ordering it by the dozen. Well, she showed the bill. It was like over a hundred dollars. No kidding. Done on just oysters and a couple of drinks. I don't know. I I uh, I would probably. I wouldn't eat something like pasta either. Something that's going to splatter or yep. or has the the ability to make a mess out of you. Something
0: simple, not sloppy. Something delicious. Yeah. but not overly expensive. Sh- you don't want to be overly presumptuous.
1: I showed you my buddy I went on vacation with and how he eats so he doesn't get stains on his shirt. He lifts the shirt over his head <laughs> while he's sitting at the dinner table Yeah, and, and and has the bottom portion of the shirt now wrapped around his neck yeah. and he eats with his arms like he's a T-Rex. Yeah, that's great at home, but yeah. they don't
0: let you do that at the Capitol Grill.
1: No, well, they should. <laughs> Listen, you're, if you go to a place like the Capitol Grill, you're probably wearing some nicer clothes yeah. than you would be at your own home. And you wouldn't want to ruin them. I you're, get right. that. Right, so you take that suit jacket off, and you wrap it around your head, and then you pull your shirt up, and uh, they, at least if you get something on, you only got the undershirt on underneath. But if, even if you wanted to go uh, even further, you could just show your bare chest. It's a way to keep the food off of it. <laughs> Otherwise, the- otherwise,
0: I might make a bad
1: impression. Well, this guy's on to something. You know, he really is. I mean, you want to save yourself from a, a, a costly dry cleaning bill. Yeah, well, that, that can be very expensive. You open your shirt and let it all hang out.
0: It's 822 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 828, Motley Crue with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102.
1: Sunny today with a high of 57. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 62. It's 46 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Uh, join Steve Nagle for Rock 102's Halloween celebration at the Rumble Seat Bar and Grill in Chicopee on Saturday, October 28th. Stalk the night away from 9 to 11 as the Rumble Seat hosts a costume contest with prizes for sexiest, best couple or group, funniest, most original, scariest, and a $250 cash prize with the overall best costume. So come in costume, no cover, no questions asked. The Halloween celebration Saturday, October 28th at the Rumble Seat, Springfield Street in Chickabee, with Steve and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock.
1: I just uh, I just showed you the video uh off the air. I show back to the uh, the uh until you boy, see it. You I don't know. even
0: realize, okay, it's $15 per per, per tray, dozen per dozen. Okay? Yeah. Which isn't bad no, for it's oysters. No. It's yeah. a good price, but when you're ordering Four of them, and that's just for you. That's sixty dollars worth of oysters. Six, but then she also ordered crab cakes with yeah, roasted potatoes that, and, that, and like at least uh, you know two
1: lemon drop martinis. That that was the surprising part was that she was eating more food after having the oysters. <laughs> And then she's indignantly wondering why would this guy yeah. just up and leave? Yeah, why did he say he was going to the bathroom 10, 20, 30 minutes ago? <laughs> he's not here. And then, but they show his text message, and she's like, "What the f are you, you know, yeah. walking out?" And he's like, "I was having a good time until you ordered all that food. Like you just order, you kept ordering oysters. You know, uh,
0: there are some. If if you're not like an oyster fan, yeah." And you're watching somebody it's eat oysters. It's the yeah. most disgusting yeah. thing you can watch, especially
1: especially a first date. Yeah, this is what we were talking about. Yeah,
0: yeah. because I mean, it, I mean, she's slurping these. The video is running. She's, you know, she's taking video of of, uh, of the platter and she's slurping these things down. There's Tabasco in every single one of them, and lots of lemon juice, and they're delicious. I love oysters like anybody else, but I
1: I know that people that hate oysters hate watching somebody uh, well, eat them. Unless you look at it at a different perspective and say. Well, she's willing to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can add a little Tabasco sauce to yeah, it. Yeah, I am sure she could have a great time. I'm sure that's true.
0: Yeah. We got news next on Rock 102.
1: Munson Savings Bank is a community. 833
0: with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Romande. Technicians get to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at com slash family. Here's local uh, local radio icon Steve Nagel.
1: Thanks, Bax. The box truck accident on I-91 this morning happened at like 2 a.m., I-91 northbound. Channel 3 says it was closed, but somebody just, two people just sent me uh, pictures of the area. It's still closed.
0: Someone sent me video. Okay. And it looks like yeah. it's not going anywhere.
1: So uh, I-91, uh, tr- a box truck and a garbage truck collided near exit 46 around 2 a.m. Contents from both vehicles were scattered across the highway. So it probably took them a while to clean all that up. Luckily, mm. there was only minor injuries in, the, in this whole thing. But uh, uh, the Department of Energy and Environmental Protection was called in to clean up a fuel spill. Because I'm sure diesel got over somewhere uh, on the ground. Uh, for re- And it says, for real-time cha- traffic updates, check to Channel 3 first alert uh, traffic map. Because 22 News doesn't have any other information about this. They don't even have a picture of the scene. Whereas Channel 3, who's probably yeah. you know, a little bit further away than 22 News. No,
0: but, but, but 22 can't get close to the traffic because traffic is at a standstill.
1: Well, maybe They're they... close the highway. Did they not pay their Connecticut tax bill? But they they're not allowed to be in, <laughs> I don't think, in Connecticut.
0: I don't think they uh, I don't think they worry about Connecticut.
1: We just heard some stuff.
0: Here's a picture that we drew using some crayons.
1: My friend, showing you the
0: exact problem.
1: My my friend was there. He said there was boxes everywhere. It was crazy. Yeah.
0: Now, uh, it would be interesting to know what kind of boxes we're talking about and if I'm cuz I'm expecting some packages this week. Yeah, I, and uh, I just want to be sure but if, in fact,
1: my uh, package is uh, lost in an accident, what happens then? It didn't look like it was a. Uh, I I suggested earlier it was like a courier, but it's not. It's, yeah. it's some sort of business that has boxes of something that they're probably mm-hmm. not going to get today. I guess anytime not. soon. Four juveniles were arrested, <laughs> and a suspect is still wanted after a police chase in Southwick. The Southwick Police Department said early Sunday morning... They attempted to stop a car they said was related to a series of car thefts in town. Police say the driver refused to stop. Officers chased it to the state line where they were met by officers from Suffield. They were able to stop the car, but five people ran out. Four juveniles from Connecticut were arrested, and police are still searching for the other suspect. The car was identified as uh, having been stolen out of Plainville, Connecticut. Okay. What's going on in Southwick? Normally a sleepy little town. Yeah, but it's getting busier out there. Mm-hmm. I think uh, you know they they're they're, they're going to need to ramp up the security around. <laughs> I guess so. Um, where did I have? I had a bunch of other stuff here. Oh, the Westfield Police Department is issuing a public service advisory. A resident reported that she had located a wrapped razor blade in the candy her child had collected at Westfield's Pumpkin Fest on Saturday. The Pumpkin Fest has been ruined. Ruined, ruined by a razor. At this time, the Westfield Police Department is unable to prove or disprove this allegation. Out of an abundance of caution, if you attended the pumpkin fest, police advise you to thoroughly inspect the candy collected. Imagine eating all that candy and then hearing this story.
0: uh yeah. But if you didn't slice your tongue off, then I guess you're in the clear.
1: Uh, 22 News uh, spoke with Gerald Lopez from Northampton to see what precautions he'll be taking this Halloween. He goes, "Make sure all your candy's safe and good. Always double check and stay away from people that you don't know, like going to a giant festival where you don't know anybody and collecting candy."
0: <laughs> I mean, that seems like a lot of fun for all the kids, but you know, you don't know who's uh, who's out there.
1: We uh, we do uh, put a lot of trust into things oh yeah we probably shouldn't well i think now i mean unless you
0: you're living in a neighborhood where you know everybody on the street and that rarely ever happens there's always somebody you don't know all that well then i guess it's okay for kids to go door to door but in most neighborhoods i wouldn't want my kids banging on uh you know houses they don't know i wouldn't want that
1: yeah but you did that
0: Yeah, but I was, I was, uh, the 70s were, the early 70s were a strange, simple time when, you know, there were, there were no dangers back then.
1: Yeah, right. There was nobody, uh, no child predators. There was not no... one. Yeah, not one. That's... I defy you to come up with a list of at
0: least ten thousand people that were somehow assaulted inappropriately during the nineteen seventies.
1: That whole thing where they fingerprinted you as a child to make sure that if you ever went missing, they would be able to identify your dead body in a ditch when you got kidnapped. Well, yeah, but that was that was other people. That wasn't. That wasn't in my neighborhood,
0: by or, the way. In hindsight, yeah, the fact that uh, we used to trick or treat in that neighborhood, yeah. and I used to walk to school, like it was like you know five or six blocks from my house, yeah. to the school, and you and you drive past that neighborhood. Now, I don't know what my parents were thinking, li- letting me out into the loose in
1: that awful yeah, neighborhood. Yeah, I, uh, boy, I it's to, gross. It, it's, it's it's like dis- ugh, that's disgusting. Yes, and how? And you survived though.
0: I, I my parents need a good talking to. I'm going to have to talk to him. So, what were you thinking, making me walk to school in that
1: horrible neighborhood? Oh, I was. Uh, I had a. I had a. I, I was. My parents pretty much let me do kind of whatever you wanted to on Halloween. You know, sure, run around the neighborhood until that movie came out. I know my first name is Stephen. You remember that? Oh my God, and my I name remember is that Stephen. Yes. And then, of course, yeah. So, did you have you watched the updated documentary on that? <sighs>
0: It's a few years old, right? Yeah,
1: it's a few years old. Yeah. And uh it's pretty interesting to see how you know, because I remember that movie, that was a mini series. It was on for yeah. like a week. And I I hated that movie. Not not because I, well, I felt bad for the kid that got kidnapped from his house, but because my name was Steven and everybody yes. would say, "Oh, your movies on TV." So that
0: first one, was 1989, but then you, you. But there was an update, right? Yeah, there was an update. There yeah. was an update. And Stephen was a little
1: bit of a mischievous scamp. Well, Stephen had some problems, I'll uh, say. But also, it, there's like connections with his brother, and That's how his right. brother was a murderer, and you know, there, the, the, the whole. It was a very sad, sad story to to hear a family just kind of fall apart over this. Because this kid was kidnapped from his from his home and then returned right years
0: later. So the in 1989 it was a it was a a, a, a dramatic miniseries. But then there was a documentary about this kid Steven, and and what was going on in his family. Right. And it's disturbing as hell. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I
1: there, do remember. There was that. there was a lot more going on than what uh, we were told at the uh, TV movie of the week. You know. Hmm. An Atlanta woman had her wish of wanting to work one more shift at the Waffle House granted this past week. Hilda Barron wanted to get back behind the counter and serve customers again after a disability forced her to quit back in 2010. Christian City, a nonprofit that serves and uplifts vulnerable children, adults, and seniors, made it possible by surprising Barron with the opportunity. I'm working at the Waffle House. I'm having a dream repeated. Barron worked at the restaurant from 2001 to 2010. On Wednesday, she had the opportunity to work around the kitchen to meet her temporary coworkers. Barron said her workday brought back many memories. In uh, Christian City partnered with Second Wind Dreams to make Barron's day possible. Wow. What is this, like the no-frills make-a-wish? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> You know, uh, yeah, every, every most is, people want to go to Disney World or uh, yeah, you know, to go on a trip somewhere. Yeah, sometimes aspirations yeah. aren't set all that high. I want to meet Jim Carrey, you know, like all these things that these kids wish for. And then this woman's like, I, j- I want to work a shift at the Waffle One House. One more. that this, that Those nine years I worked at the Waffle House were some uh, of the best nine years of my life. Uh, memories are made smothered and covered right here, <laughs> just like the home fries at the Waffle House what
0: i wouldn't do to slap a whole stack of hotcakes in someone's plate
1: oh uh, oh well, let me pour that sausage gravy all over yourself oh yeah oh yeah oh, oh this brings back memories <laughs> you ever been to a waffle house yeah it's not that uh, there's nothing really kind it, of attractive about it it's
0: not it's not anything terribly special but uh, but still Again, if these are the kinds of things you've uh, mythologized over the years about, this is the best time of your life. Yeah, working at the, working at a Bickford's.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, right. Working like at a, Bickford's. Really? It's, uh, yeah. C- yeah. Could you reopen a Bickford's again so yeah. I could go work there one yeah, last put, time? Put
0: that put that back in business for just one more day.
1: You know what I would do with a wish? No. Two chicks at the same time. <laughs> Your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of fifty-seven tomorrow. Sunny. Nobody ever asked for that. How come nobody ever? Know. Why wouldn't you want to? Listen, you're not going to live anymore. Wouldn't you want to get laid one last time or the first time? Yeah. Whatever uh, the case may be. Yeah. Uh, what do you want for your for your dying wish, Billy? I want a woman just once, just please. No, Two chicks at yeah. the same time. Two chicks at the same time. <laughs> Tomorrow, Sunny with a high of sixty two. <laughs> it's forty six right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock One O Two.
0: Are you ready to reduce your home field classic rock? It's eight fifty and the black crows with Bax and Nagel on Rock One O two.
1: It's uh, gonna be sunny today with a high of uh something here. I, uh you know what? Our internet works really well today. I don't know what happened. Shh. I don't know. I, I, know. Say anything. I don't sunny- want to it. Sunny and fifty-seven today. Tomorrow sunny and sixty-two. It's forty-seven right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Yeah, well, we mentioned earlier that uh, the Mayflower Marathon is one month and four days away from today. Uh, you've already heard us talking about the uh, the comedy show uh, that we're doing at uh, MGM. Yeah. On uh, November second, that show is selling uh, selling at a brisk pace. You might want to buy your tickets for that. But there's other great shows. Coming up, and there's other great shows that may or may not be related to the Mayflower Marathon. For example, we're already putting together a list of interviews that we'll be doing during the Mayflower Marathon, you know, just to make it a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Among those who we'll be talking to is uh, legendary guitar prodigy Joe Bonamassa.
1: Joe Bonamassa.
0: Who's like one of the great uh, blues guitar players in the world. Yeah. And uh, he is coming to Symphony Hall. On Black Friday, November twenty fourth, like the day after Thanksgiving, he will be uh, joining us on the phone during the May—excuse me—during the Mayflower Marathon. to chit chat about God knows what.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to that.
0: That'll be fun. To you, me, Joe Bonamassa talking about
1: God knows what. That yeah. sounds like fun. We should. Uh, we should go to the show.
0: We could, except uh, I know that to be awake on a Friday night after the Mayflower Marathon is very hard for me to do. It's, uh, it's almost
1: impossible for me to be at a <laughs> at a Thunderbirds game
0: the Wednesday after the uh, the Mayflower Marathon.
1: I go to the uh, I'm going to the tr- Christmas tree lighting again at MGM. Are you? Yeah. Why not? It's the day after. It's the day after Thanksgiving.
0: And you're gonna go? Yeah. I'll be asleep. You'll be asleep. I sure hope so. Why? Cause, dude, I you know I, I'm an old week- man. That, ah, that's how your, I enjoy my enjoy weekend. Enjoy
1: your weekend. rest. Relaxation, nah, sleeping—you don't need any of that stuff. A lack of activity. You're uh, a young, you're a spry young man. You can, uh, you can, you can handle uh, being up for another day.
0: Steve, technically speaking, technically speaking, I am a senior citizen.
1: Uh, don't you want to go see Mayor Dom Dom whip his? Hand around and just light that Christmas tree up. Well, I mean, I'm about uh, you know, a couple
0: weeks away from watching him tap a keg at the fort. So like, you're know, just using just mind control.
1: Yeah, I mean, he uh, he does that like Harry Potter style. He just <laughs> throws his hand and he goes, Gobagool Yeah, all lights, yeah, yeah, look and all the lights. lights. Hey, it's a city of bright lights. Yeah, who wants who wants to get some caprese salads? Ah, <laughs> uh, let's go. <laughs> It's a little off-season, but that's okay.
0: I'll make it happen. Anyway, Joe, yeah. Bo- Joe Bonamassa is coming to uh, Symphony Hall, and we have tickets to that show. We do? Yes, we do. Oh, how about that? Uh, available, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Tenth caller right now, 293-1021. You'll get tickets to Joe Bonamassa at Symphony Hall. Ooh, sounds uh, that's a hell that's, of a show.
1: That sounds fun. It is a good show. So Anyhow. Well, we kind of did that a little early. Well, I mean, we could... We could talk for a couple of minutes, and then
0: uh, oh, you know what? I,
1: I did want a commercial wanna... to do. Yeah, and now we then got we that. can get to the winner. I
0: didn't want to mention. Okay. Uh, you know, yesterday we, I did uh, cigars for soldiers. Yeah, really cool thing that the, that they do for the last couple of years. But one of the things that I thought was just like so awesome is uh, they had the well. It started off with the Holyoke Caledonians, you know, coming out with the bagpipes and the drums and and all that. And then they had like the display of colors, and the, and the the gentleman that you know walked the colors in was Harvey Lafleur from Chicopee. Uh, Harvey is a hundred years old and a veteran, served under a uh, General Patton, and uh, you know very highly decorated. And the guy was just like so happy to be there, and so pleasant, and so uh you know so on the ball, and he just seemed to have the the greatest time and so much pride in what he was doing it was i thought it was just really a, a wonderful thing that was done yesterday at the uh the portuguese american club in uh, in chicago that was really cool it's good to see him there yeah very cool hundred years old man I that, that's did and he, and to be with it and sharp and agile and all that other stuff did he do one of those patent speeches no he didn't he didn't uh he didn't say no poor bastard no. ever you died son fighting
1: of, for his country. Son of a bitch when you're reaching over and grabbing the guts out of your man. No, no, no he, he, didn't, did he, he didn't do, do any of that. No. He was way too pleasant. Oh, well. A very, very nice man. Uh... George C. Scott, uh, he kind of had a handle on that whole thing, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah. He really
0: he re- really nailed that role. All right, so now
1: it's time now to go take the it. calls. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: uh, 8.55 on Rock 102. Would you mind saying that again?
1: Rock 102 wants to know, what would you say if you won $1,000? Certainly
2: know how to throw a party.